0: This is the Simi Sarah Show on demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday ten to two on nine eighty CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Mario Conseco with Research Co has done a new poll uh, that looks at how Canadians are satisfied or not with how all levels of government are dealing with COVID nineteen. And Mario joins me on the line now to talk a bit more about this. Thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure, Jill. Anytime. I was thinking, you know, you have the perfect job for when we're in this unprecedented situation where people are being told (laughs) to stay home because you do the stuff online. People are captive working from home or self-isolating at home. What better way to spend your time than, than filling out one of these polls?
1: You know, response rates have been uh, remarkably high over the past uh, week and a half. (laughs) And I'm definitely thankful that uh, to do my job, I no longer have to knock on people's doors like my forefathers 20, 30 years ago.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Small silver linings there. Uh, So you asked people about the different levels of government, how they are dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. What did you find out?
1: Well, there's definitely a high level of satisfaction with the federal government across the country. 66% of Canadians say they are satisfied with how they have handled the covid-19 outbreak a uh, little bit higher among canadians aged 55 and over at 73% but it's also majorities of those aged 35 to 54 and also those aged 18 to 34 who are happy with how the government has been handling this now For a little bit of a a context, there are other countries where the numbers aren't this high. We look at the United States and the number of those who are satisfied with their federal government is somewhere between 50 and 60 percent, other countries lower than that. So what is quite fascinating to me looking into this is whenever you have an issue that is essentially political, you have a lot of people who voted for the opposition parties who aren't particularly kind to the government that is making decisions, but this isn't the case here. Uh, If you voted Liberal, if you voted for the NDP or the Conservatives, you are likely to say that you are pleased with how the federal government has been handling
0: things. Uh, And interesting, we should mention too, this poll was obviously done before we saw the House of Commons resume in a very strange way today, uh, before uh, the fallout, the controversy over the, the sweeping measures that the current government was looking for.
1: Yeah, definitely. We were in field uh, March 21 and March twenty second, So we have a little bit of time and I think there will be opportunities to uh, continue to gauge how Canadians feel about uh, their own levels of government as this progresses. You know, if we were asking tonight, then maybe the numbers would be different, but uh, that's why we do it.
0: And the age breakdown as well, not a huge surprise there because many of your polls, so we do see a difference of opinion based on age group. That's a pretty high percentage rate, though, 73% of Canadians aged 55 and over, uh, saying they have a positive view of the federal government's response.
1: Yeah, definitely higher with the over 55 demographic, uh, especially when you factor in a couple of things that are important, Uh, to remember when we're looking at these numbers. It's a group that is consistently voting more for conservative candidates in the country and it's not something that is related to a specific region uh, being happier, if you will, with the way the federal government has been handling things. We, we usually have a situation, and I think we saw that consistently whenever we asked about energy projects, for instance, where Albertans were more likely to be upset with certain decisions, Quebecers were more likely to be happy with them. Right now, it's essentially uniform across the country, uh, more than uh, six in 10 Canadians saying that the federal government is handling this well.
0: You also asked about provincial governments, and again, it's it's a cross section of people, a difference uh, on on how provincial governments have handled the current situation. Uh, But it is very different when you go from province to province as to what's been implemented so far. Yeah,
1: there's a little bit of a change here, and and more than anything, this is driven by Quebec. Eighty-four percent of Quebecers are happy with with the way their own government has been handling this file. Uh, BC is a distant second at 69%, but still pretty high when you consider the circumstances. Uh, We are coming off a very polarizing election where essentially half of the people voted for a party and the other half for the other. And you still have 69% of BC residents saying that they're happy with the way Victoria has been handling this. Uh, The numbers are over 60% for every single region of the country. So it's, it's quite uniform here, except in the case of Quebec, where it's 84%. You know, whatever decisions we're taking in the early stages by François Legault, uh, they definitely have been working, and there's a lot of people who are happy with how he's handled this. Yeah,
0: And interesting, B.C. had the second highest number of approval for the provincial government.
1: Yes, very high at 69%. Uh, you know, once again, I think we look into this as an issue where specific decisions taken by the government, uh, if the NDP is the one that is in charge in Victoria, you have a lot of busy liberals who are dissatisfied with some decisions. But I think we can safely say that there's a, a situation here where politics has taken a backseat. You know, there will be plenty of opportunities to try to choose who will be the next government or, or to have specific Issues where there will be differences. But right now, I think we see a lot of people, not only here in DC, but across the country, who seem to be very satisfied with the way things are going as far as the COVID 19 reaction.
0: I wonder, though, that number, I wonder if it's so high because when people are asked about the provincial government's response, a lot of people, I would imagine, are thinking of Dr. Bonnie Henry and equating those two and saying, yes, I absolutely like what she's done. She's been such a great leader on this front, if that's what's leading or pushing those high numbers.
1: It is definitely part of it. You know, we have seen uh, very uh, a positive reactions to the health authorities, particularly here in BC and in Alberta, in Toronto as well. Uh, so that definitely plays a role into the way people are looking at the uh, at the issue right now uh, it would be definitely different if this was handled completely by elected politicians so something to check in the next
0: one i guess Mm. Uh, you also asked people about wet markets and this has come up uh, several times there have been many conversations about whether uh, there should be an international ban on wet markets uh, selling live animals for human consumption what was the response there uh, pretty
1: overwhelming. I didn't expect the numbers to be as high as they are. 68% of Canadians who want governments around the world to implement a ban on wet markets. This is essentially not allowing people to sell live animals for human consumption. We know that SARS originated in a wet market back in 2003. And all signs at this moment point to a wet market in Wuhan as the origin of COVID-19. So it's not something that we can solve by having some sort of municipal or local or Canada-wide legislation. This is something that is going to take uh, every government around the world to try to do something about it. And at this stage, two-thirds of Canadians believe that that's the right way to go.
0: And also believe, uh, when asked if they believe that the, uh, the government in China should take full responsibility for this.
1: Yes, yeah, 66% of Canadians uh, believe that there should be some responsibility from the People's Republic of China for its role in the COVID-19 outbreak. Uh, this one was also quite eye-catching because it doesn't matter if you're a Conservative, a Liberal, or a New Democrat, uh, majorities of those who voted for for any of those three parties believe that this should be the case. Uh, it's not a situation that is going to happen anytime soon. I think there will be a lot of waiting, and obviously we need to get through this first uh, but there's definitely the animosity that sometimes happens when you have a situation like this that is affecting your daily life is not being seen within Canadian politicians, but more than anything with the way in which uh, yeah, yeah, China handled this crisis from
0: the start. And uh, one other question uh, before I let you go, because uh, the uh, president of the United States has been criticized for calling it the Chinese virus. You asked people what they think or whether or not they think that's acceptable.
1: There is a big difference here. Three in five Canadians think it is not acceptable to refer to COVID-19 as a Chinese virus or the Chinese flu. We've seen some social media posts that mention this. Uh, and it's definitely something that people don't want to see happening. I think what I see right now from Canadians is they're establishing a clear difference between who might be responsible for this, and it's a government. It's not an ethnicity, so hopefully these types of mentions will stop. Uh, There's nothing we can do to control the dweller of the White House at this stage, but hopefully we can eliminate some of these words when it comes to the way Canadians look at this crisis.
0: All right, we will leave it there. Mario, thanks so much for your time. Always appreciate it.
1: My pleasure, Joe.